I am now going to hand it over to Carrie Ray Hill. She is the Senior Director of Digital Learning at iCivics. Carrie oversees the conceptualization and development of iCivics educational resources with a particular concern for teacher usability. She is responsible for maintaining a consistent focus on iCivics educational, educational mission. Prior to joining the iCivics team, Carrie taught middle and high school social studies and language arts in St. Louis and Washington, DC. She received her Bachelor of Science in Historical Studies and Secondary Teaching Certification from Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville. Hi, Carrie. Hello, <laughs> Thank you I so also... much for being here. I You're know welcome. you have some wonderful resources to show our teachers, so I'm just going to hand it over to you and show us all your iCivics great stuff. There you go. Fabulous. I think you're on there. Well, there you are. Okay. Super excited to have you guys here. Um, and great conversation. I um, really good. would acknowledge that there are a lot of teachers out there and you guys are doing amazing work and I just respect the heck out of you. I know it's hard um, on a good day and things are even harder now. So uh, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for someone who used to teach. Thank you for what you guys are doing for showing up every single day. Um, so what I want to do is kind of help you guys bring your students to the level where you can enjoy, you know, they can more enjoy these conversations, right? There's so much context. There's so much learning um, that everyone here, teachers and the prisoners have, have brought to this conversation. And a lot of the struggle, right, is getting kids up to a level to get them interested, get them asking questions and get them engaged. And so that's really what we're trying to do at iCivics is provide that kind of content, right? In a nonpartisan, apolitical, really thoughtful and intentional way. Um, so this particular topic, right? Elections. Topic, right? Elections. Um, is a really big idea. And most of ICIV, most of civics instruction will tie back to uh, elections in some way. I'm just gonna hit some highlights because um, we have a lot of other resources as well. Um, so I'm gonna teach to and through the election season. Um, you guys have that opportunity every year, um, even in, in the off years. Um, so the first question is, um, if you have a free iCivics teacher account, um, if you do, awesome. You can log in, play around, whatever. Um, I know we're all multitasking in this world. So <laughs> just know that it is there. Um, that's where all of our resources live. And if you don't, it's super easy to register. It's completely free. Um, you can just go to icivics.org and register. Um, and that gives you access to all of our materials. We do have like the teacher keys and that kind of stuff behind a registration, free registration wall. But you can go there, um, check things out. Um, in the chat, so I'm not able to see the chat right now because I'm presenting, but um, I just want to get you guys thinking kind of in that space. So. Um, if you want to use the chat to think about some of these questions, um, do it. <laughs> I'm going to save some time to talk about that at the end, hopefully. Um, so what's your favorite thing to teach during an election season? It could be the presidential election season or the off years. Um, how much time are you able to really spend on election-related content, right? That's the real struggle for most of us in the classroom. And then Conversely, what's the steepest hill that you have to climb when bringing the election and related resources to your students? Um, those are just some things to kind of think about. And I don't know if I put an extra question there because I'm hiding my own screen a bit. Nope, that's it, okay. All right, so looking closer and looking ahead. Um, I know when I taught, I was lucky if I could get to the election a little bit before and maybe do a little bit after. 
a little bit during, um, but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, there's so many opportunities because uh, iCivics and generally in, in civic instruction, um, you really have the opportunity to build skills that you need to be civically engaged in your students, um, let them take on the role of a voter. Many of them, especially if you're in high school or middle school, they're not 18, so they're not voting yet. So it doesn't mean you can't make a difference with that audience. Um, so they can role play, understand the process and really come to the voting booth for their first election with a lot of um, context and knowledge. And then providing a behind the scenes look at how it all works. That's what iCivics really focuses on and tries to do. And we're moving more into additional history resources to kind of show how the today connects with the yesterday, right? To get, to get that history linked together. Um, so <laughs> um, this is gonna be a, just a massive laundry list of things that we have, and I'm gonna highlight a few of them um, as we go. Um, but specifically, if you wanna look closer at voting in elections, I'm gonna show you a trailer really quick of cast your vote, but that's our really first like deep, deep skill building game where it's not really about scoring necessarily, it's about experiencing a local election, but only after you've prepared for it. Um, and so that's, that's a really fun experience where you get to learn about candidates, learn about who you are, what you're into, and then make those decisions and see how, see how you did as far as the preparation to vote, not the voting. You don't get scored on that. You get scored on the how you prepare for it. Um, Got Ballot is a great lesson resource about understanding what the heck a ballot is, what it looks like, um, what to expect to see in it. Um, that often will stymie first-time voters, and honestly, even an old-time voter like me, I'll be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't prepare for that question, or I wasn't ready for that. Um, this really gets into how you can go into um, voting and be aware of what you should expect. Uh, ranked choice voting was a topic today. Um, we really try to kind of keep our ear to what's going on in the world and be able to provide resources for teachers and students to kind of understand what's happening and not saying if it's good or bad, just giving you the basic information of what it is. Um, because a lot of times if you're called to like have an opinion on it, you kind of have to have a working understanding of that process. So um, lots of good juicy stuff. We also have a bunch of stuff on like voting rights and suffrage, um, all those things. I just didn't have the space to list it honestly, but that's all there. This is a video. And if I can get like a head nod here and if the audio works or not, we'll see. <laughs> if not, I'll just narrate. Any audio? can't really hear it that well. Okay. So I will talk over it and I apologize for hearing so much, but this, um, I'm hearing my own voice and it's freaking out. <laughs> but this lets you um, really get into the research, the practices of learning about town halls, learning about things like that, um, and the kind of engagement you can have to learn more about what these candidates might actually um, support you with, or, or, you know, if they're for you or not. Let's see if I can see this. There we go. So this just shows, again, what you can expect, where you're at, um, and this superstar bit kind of shows you, did you prepare? Were you ready? Um, if you just go in and just randomly pick votes and pick things you care about and then vote on somebody that you didn't research in the first place, like it's like, eh, maybe you didn't really pay attention to what we did. Um, we also have all of our games in um, Spanish and with English language learner supports as well. So um, sorry, the video doesn't work. It's on YouTube if you want to watch it with my voice over there too. 
but you're gonna hear enough of my voice this afternoon when you see me. Let's get this out of here. Okay, so um, we also mentioned other resources. So this is an example of um, our infographics. I kind of have a crush on those right now. We've been doing a lot of infographics as resources. Um, a lot of times visuals go so much further than a reading, um, you know, or a lecture or anything like that. So this was created to explain how ranked choice voting actually works. And so with our ICVICS infographics, you have kind of this big, you can print it out as a poster if you want, you can just share it as a PDF, which is how you can download it. Um, but it also comes with teaching materials. And those are super helpful because they're gonna help you teach not only the content of the infographic, but actually like the data reading skills, the, the data literacy, those kind of things that are really helpful to, to the students, regardless of what they're looking at, because data is delivered to us in all kinds of ways. It's good to practice that. And then they also have some supports for um, English language learners as well. All of our infographics are supported with that. Um, some infographics like this one about campaign cash um, also come with PowerPoints or uh, Google Drive shows basically. So you can dig even deeper, right? So there's all kinds of suggestions on what you can do with this infographic. Um, you could just like leave it on the kids Google Drive if you want, but you can actually teach with it like it was a lesson if but this is another thing related to campaign finance and where the money comes, where it goes, how it works. Again, this seems like, okay, this is basic information, but it's what the kind of deep questions the kids come to this with and or leave with are what our goals are. Really trying to get that like context to let them think a little bit deeper. Um, the other important thing, and you guys probably know from teaching that you are in a state, you're in a district, you're in a space, right? And there's like facts about your space that are different from facts from like a teacher in a different state. Um, and as a national you know, provider of curriculum, it's hard because I can't make one for every district. What I can do is create materials that allow you and your students to personalize content about your space and your realities. So here, this really gets into a listing of different kinds of voting laws um, and the options that are out there and then what your state. So that's, you know, as a teacher, you can bring this to the conversation and help the kids fill out and see both what is now and what other states are doing as well. Um, so that's just a helpful thing to look at. Cause when you think about it, like your Florida experience is different from my Wisconsin experience, but they're all kind of within a space where we can kind of talk about it. Um, maps also, a uh, big conversation today. Uh, we do try to provide some geographical awareness as we go through um, with civics. Um, elections result tracker, I find like, usually this is more of like the, the kind of federal and presidential elections, but you can make it work for you. Um, but basically you can kind of track where things are going, you know, what's happened with governors, what's happening with the Senate, all that stuff. And um, it's a map that you can kind of determine how the kids engage with. Um, reapportionment and redistricting, we hear that a lot. This is a web quest that we offer that really helps kids look out into kind of vetted websites that we've already looked into, like government sites and things like that, that explain what the process is, what it means, what it might mean in your locality. And then gerrymandering. Um, this is one of like, if you take it take it down to its like simplest format, it's kind of a fun activity for kids to draw, right? Like you've got green dots and purple dots. How do you, you know, draw districts that represent things in different ways? And so we have those activities and we also, again, have more infographics. Um, like I said, they're just pretty, so I wanted to show them off. But here um, we kind of give that visual of cracking and packing. Um, we talk about it 
we talk about how complicated it is because no one pager, one lesson, one book can fully kind of hold on to all the things about gerrymandering. But what this can do is kind of get the kids to go, I know what that word means. I know what it can, can involve. And then I can start listening to it and see how it affects my world. And then again, here's some other infographics about plugging into the census, the process for running for president, uh, women's suffrage, all that good stuff. Again, more infographics. Um, looking ahead at Congress. So this is where I kind of do the uh, spiel usually on election years of like, okay, election is over, now what? Right, because a lot of times the conversation stops after the people who have won have been announced and then you, know, you move on with your life. This is actually a great opportunity to teach students um, about the jobs that just got elected, right? Like why care to vote if you don't understand who you're voting into office and what their jobs are? So this is a great time to double down on the roles and the involvement um, of the people in government at all levels. So Lawcraft is another silent <laughs> video I'm gonna show you, but I'll explain it as it goes. That's our game where you select a district to represent. You go through a bunch of letters from constituents to see what kind of issues they are having. Um, look in the survey data as far as like what your what your area, your district is into, what their problems are, and then maybe what issue might be the best to take on. And then you start to draft and debate a bill. So you really kind of go through the whole, the whole process. Um, we, this game is old. We revised it to do a lot more constituent awareness. Um, so now it kind of takes you from, from knowing your constituents to actually drafting a bill that um, will serve them. We have a whole unit on the legislative branch. Um, also on the executive branch and judicial, but just kind of focusing on Congress here. Um, so they've got everything you need. And then if you're in a hurry, we have these in a flash lessons, which are, you know, print and go kind of teach lessons. And this covers Congress in a day, right? In one class period. Um, if you guys are here, that means you're probably into teaching more than a day of Congress. But if you're in a hurry, this, this will get the job done. So this is just a little video um, that I will play showing our game Lawcraft. Um, again, all of our games are based um, around middle to high school usage. Um, they take anywhere from 15 to 40 minutes, depending on the game. We have 12 of them. Um, so this is where you pick your district um, in the house. Each district has different demographics, different realities. You can kind of get into those things here. That's a whole nother teachable moment that you can do. Um, you have your information. Um, people asking you to kind of for help or consider options. You need to look at who's going to be attracted by this, right? Who's going to be affected by these things. Um, and while this is kind of playing out, we also have extension packs for our games, which kind of, we call it the game sandwich. The game is the meat, right? Or the, the tofu in the middle. <laughs> and then the sandwich, we provide pre-teaching, like anticipation activities and get kids thinking about maybe lawmaking or representation. You play the game. And then we provide you with outgoing activities and extension activities to really make that learning sticky. Um, so extension packs are a really great resource for teachers. It's got worksheets and activities and ideas and all kinds of stuff. So Lawcraft, there's a lot going on in that game, but it's a lot of fun, a lot of compromising, a lot of understanding specifics, you know, how to do amend a bill and do all that stuff. Things that are usually relatively painful to teach if you're not doing a lot of simulation in class, this facilitates that in a real way. All right, keep complaining again. Um, looking at the local, 
right? Lots, local governments and stuff that affects you the most. So I think a lot of times it's glossed over when, when time is in a crunch. So we wanted to provide a lot of stuff to help teachers really get the kids to understand the closest and most intimate um, government to their lives. So we have a unit on both state and local governments for high school and middle school. Um, from federalism and beyond, it's, it covers all the things. Uh, we have a game called County's Work, which I'll show you in a second. Um, and that you're a county official, right? They're called different things all over the United States. There's 3,900 counties or more, I think, and each one's different. So making a game trying to represent a county that's used across the United States was nearly impossible, but we made it work where you kind of get to pick your own title and kind of uh, customize it a bit. And if anybody's here from Texas, we have a Texas version that's specific to the Texas county experience. So you can play the general or play the Texas. Um, and then county solutions. So this really gets at um, a very common learning objective and a learning standard in many states is to kind of help students identify a problem, come up with a plan or a set of solutions, and then be able to communicate about those solutions or that problem. So this kind of takes you a step-by-step -step process. It doesn't take all semester. I think it's about 10 lessons and it helps get them aware of like media literacy and researching and talking to stakeholders and just understanding how to actually get to the bottom of an issue, um, which is, is really helpful too. And having done these in classrooms, it takes a lot of work and we try to take a lot of that work off of you and kind of have it already formatted for you to do. Um, this is County's work. Um, this was recently updated as well. All of these games have VO. Um, and Spanish translation. So they're really, um, they're fun and they're accessible as much as we can make them. Um, so here you've got a county, you get to pick a couple of your uh, departments because each department, you know, each county is different. And people come to you with problems, with questions, with challenges. And really this is taking away the learning objectives of what do county governments do, right? To kind of help you understand that. And, um, stuff takes money, right? So you control your taxes, you control your spending, and you control growth. And the thing is, you don't necessarily get to control how your, your people feel about your leadership. So if you tax them too much, they get upset. If you don't serve any of their needs, they get upset too. So it's that kind of that balance of, you know, constituent realities, requests, Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not reasonable, um, but you kind of have to work with that, the challenge in that space. And you have crises, right? You have to deal with an earthquake. Who do you go to for infrastructure problems? Um, all of this kind of um, engages you with, with that fun stuff as well. Whew, I need to take a breath. <laughs> I'm almost done. This is all great. Thank you. Keep going. Keep okay. going. <laughs> It was like literally like this is like we have so much. Um, so I really care about skill building. Um, I kind of call teaching and this is before I civics. When I taught, I was like, you need to know how to do stuff. And then you need to know how to succeed in jeopardy. Right. There's like two two areas of learning. You need to, to know enough facts and information to get on jeopardy and win and say thank you to Miss Rahill, you know, when you're at the winner's circle but you also need to have skills to keep learning and to keep doing things in a way that gets you more engaged, a better life efficiently. And so Newsfeed Defenders um, was created to really help get at this misinformation, disinformation, this um, the whole social media information space. So you actually are going to be in charge of your own social media space and given a set of metrics to keep in mind and then have to balance that with 
um, against each other, right? So like your popularity, you can post a bunch of crap and it's popular, but you're losing focus and you're losing integrity. So there's all these kind of things that kind of challenge you and then help you maybe see in your own social media landscape where you need to be more critical as, as far as what you take to heart. Um, we support those with both a media influence unit as well as a news literacy unit. Um, one's for middle school and one's for high school, but it really gets into what is journalism, what is good journalism, how to look for it, how to find it. Um, and so those are all really important skills to have that will serve any student or adult really well into the rest of their life because it's only going to get sneakier and trickier as time goes. So we want to support just awareness and the skill building there. And here's a little shot of, if anybody like while I do this, if anybody wants to ask a question, I don't know if, not caring if anybody has any questions. I am looking. I don't see any actual questions yet. If anybody has any questions, please just pop them in the chat for us. Thank you. This just shows a bit about um, having me bad posts. It's, and we actually had a lot of fun writing bad posts. I'm not gonna <laughs> writing some of the uh, the trash was amazing and fun giant cats pixelated you know see if you can believe that or not but that that gets at um some skills and i think most kids wouldn't necessarily realize that's the skills they're learning when they play this they're just yeah. game a social media system um but instead it, it's really kind of getting this deep deep level of uh literacy and awareness yeah, traffic integrity and focus are the are the goals and they compete with each other. You can't keep everything high and happy. You gotta, there's sacrifices involved and that's where the, the real strategy of our games really come to bear. All right, okay, so I've said way too much. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, it is all available plus more at our election headquarters, which we just updated. So if you go to isofix.org slash election, those are the more curated kind of targeted stuff around elections, but do know that we've got a ton more. Um, we've got over 260 free lessons. We've got 13 games. I've lost count of how many web quests, primary source teaching tools, infographics that you've seen ad nauseum today and more. Um, I'll get you in with a free account. Um, so please visit us, check things out. Thank you. I have all the comments are just how awesome iCivics is. So no questions, just <laughs> loving all of your resources. I just chatted with a teacher, and this is a little side note that you guys saved me. I was thrown into teaching summer school government a government class, and for, but for summer school, so I had to teach like a year, a semester long class in like what a month. So iCivics was literally saved my life. So I've always been a big fan. So when everybody's posting how great you guys are, I was like, you have no idea. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad we were able to help. It's, um, yes. it's, it's a great thing to have and it's a great responsibility to have. So I love that. It's wonderful. See, it's all, I love iCivics. That's all your, <laughs> so that's wonderful. Um, well, I guess if nobody has any questions and now you have all those fun resources. Questions? You got, I can hear my echo, sorry. Um, now you can go look on their website and find some fun lessons. Uh, I loved how what you showed just correlated perfectly with our conversation tonight. So now teachers, it's fresh in your minds and you can go play with their games and go search their website. 
Um, thank you all so much for joining us tonight in your support of Sphere. I wanted to let you know the applications for our 2022 summits are now live. So please go to our website to apply. Thanks again to our panelists, Dan and Walter, and to Carrie for those wonderful, wonderful resources. Everyone go to iCivics and go find all those fun resources. Good night, everyone.